0: Middle and high school cross-country athletes receive 20% off regular price shoes and spikes for the month of July and August, only at Three Rivers Running Company in Fort Wayne. Indiana Runner podcast, season six, episode 10. Taylor Marshall and I count down the girls' podium contenders from 10 until six. Yes, that's right. 10 until six. Cue the Taylor Marshall drop. What?
1: Did we just become best
0: friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. All right. We're continuing our preseason coverage on the Indiana runner podcast, Colin Altavote and Taylor Marshall. These are the girls podium contenders. We've got just five Taylor. We had seven boys teams, girls podium contenders. So we see these as teams who could finish in the top five, but we just don't see winning the title based on what we know now. And things can change. Sure. Sure. Are you ready for our countdown? Give me number ten, Colin. Number ten, Zionsville. Zionsville has a thirty-four point three percent chance to make the podium per INCC stats. Now, between recording these and releasing these for general consumption, and they're available for early access through our Patreon, Patreon.com/IndianaRunner. These could shift around a little bit. I. I think the girls are a little bit less likely to shift than the boys. I don't see uh, that many or any top teams that have like a crazy performance or performances from the track season. Uh, And and maybe it never changes because we are entering this brave new world of super spikes. So the data that we have on what 1115 for 3,200 meters means and what it used to mean in 2017 is maybe not the same thing in 2023. Anyways. There's our lengthy introduction to that. Zionsville, 34.3% chance to make the podium, given all the things I just said. Zionsville was last on the podium in 2020. They missed the state meet in 2021. They returned last fall, which was 2022. Their top six from that state meet are back. And at the middle school state meet, Zionsville Middle. Zionsville has two middle schools. Do you know what they're called? Uh, Zionsville... East and Zionsville West? No, one is called Zionsville Middle School and the other one is called Zionsville West Middle School. Interesting. I suppose that Zionsville Middle School had all their stuff and then they made a new one and they didn't want to get a bunch of new signage and stuff. So they said, Now Noblesville did the opposite. Noblesville had Noblesville Middle School and then they had a second one and it went East and West. Yeah. At that state meet, Zionsville Middle School was second. uh, Their best eighth grader, is going to Berbuff. There are five others from that middle school team, and you could run 10 at the middle school state meet. Five other eighth graders, presumably, all of them are going to Zionsville. Two of them were uh, close to 11 minutes on that Laverne course, uh, one of which is going to Berbuff. the other of which is going to Zionsville, and then a lot of depth
1: going to Zionsville High School, we can assume. Yeah. Um, this is a group that also has a lot of uh, strong seniors at the front. I think that we like that. Yeah, we, we do like that. Um, especially or even uh, on the girl side. Um <clears throat> good showing last year after a tough uh 20, uh 2021, right? And just a tough one meet, but the one meet was the semi-state, so that that was all she wrote. Yeah, it's a hard that's a hard day to have a hard day, right? Yes. I mean that's it's gonna be kind of tough there. So um you know, this is a group that had a again a strong track season um it looks like maybe only one girl under 12 though yeah
0: and i don't we talked about under 12 under 10 on the boys side i don't know that on the girls side under 12 is as good of a barometer of cross-country success just because the girls are less how do I say this girls are less likely your best girls are less likely to run 3,200 often or at all because the best girls are also probably your best for the four by eight. Right. And then you're running, you, you tend to get in a, I don't want to say rut, but I kind of do based on my coaching philosophy of like, well, I do this event. So you do it over and over and over. And the 3,200 is long. And it's not very competitive in dual meets, so you kind of want to avoid that. If I'm going to run in a non-competitive situation, I'd rather do the 400 or the 800. Um, so as as we're going through, how many of these girls ran under 12? And on the boys' side, we do, how many returners do they have under 10? There's just so many fewer on the girls' side, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember. They, they come to the Carmel Showcase, but I don't remember if they uh, had a bunch of them doing it. Whereas when we get into the girls title contenders, we can kind of compare those top teams from that Carmel showcase.
1: Yeah. So uh podium contender for sure. But I think, you know, maybe just not maybe one more year out. It probably feels like to, to really get excited about a top five finish.
0: Yeah. And this is a, this is a timeline team. We've talked about this in some of our previous podcasts that they've got all these, eighth graders coming up potentially but you know zionsville noblesville carmel these are also schools with top soccer programs yeah i think i think carmel and noblesville have played each other in the state championship zionsville has played in the state championship recently and a lot of the hamilton county schools um and zionsville is not a hamilton county school but by proxy they kind of are that they're just on the other side of that line that, that they yeah. they have this socioeconomics of a Hamilton County school without being on that side of, of whatever the dividing road is Michigan road. Um, that yeah. So they're getting five eighth graders who were pretty competitive from Zionsville middle, but like those schools don't have a middle school soccer program. So they do club soccer and then they run cross country for their school. And who knows if they're going to run when they get to high school or not. But zionsville's top four returners from the semi-state at least were all seniors so yeah they're good this year and then you think okay another year down the road when these eighth graders are now sophomores they'll be better but they're gonna have lost four of them yeah so i we have zionsville 10 we kind of put them in the podium contender range and and they could get into it because if they if the one freshman coming in is great yeah, and then maybe they nail the improvement curve on one or two more pair that with, you know, Scheiteland and Heggie. And and then maybe, maybe they are right there, especially if some of the top teams
1: trip up. Yeah. I think any of these teams, I mean, obviously this is a silly point, but obviously any of these teams could find their way to fifth, but, because I think they're, I think they are relatively close. I don't think one, there might be, I might have one, team that I think stands out a little bit ahead of the others in this group of five, but we can easily, they're, they're probably ranked ahead of all of them, right? Well, that that's if, one team I'm pulling for. for sure. If yeah. we're thinking the same one. Yeah. So yeah. Um, actually, you know what? We might be thinking different ones then we'll see. Oh, okay. Well, there so, we go. This is
0: breaking news. Yeah.
1: That's why we have a podcast.
0: Yeah. So we have Zionsville nine INCC stats has Zionsville. Oh, sorry. We have Zionsville 10. INCC Stats has Zionsville 9. Uh, but we have the benefit of looking at middle school results and doing some projecting forward, which INCC Stats, which is 100% numbers-based, does not have that uh, that luxury. Right. Number nine, Franklin Central. Franklin Central enters the season. Twenty five point four percent chance to make the podium, which they have not done since 2012. They missed the state meet last year. So this is the highest ranked team uh, on our rankings that did not participate in last year's state meet. However, all seven of their runners are back from last year and they just missed it. It was like 10, 12, 15 points. They seemed like one of the teams in contention, if not a probability to make it. Not a lot because there's no locks ever. Um So they just missed it. All seven are back. And then looking through the results, there's at least one runner that struggled last year. Yeah, Uh, We're not going to speculate as to why she struggled, but it didn't look like it was an availability issue. Sometimes you see that and then the athletes can't return to form. But she had a really solid spring, which makes me think that she'll probably be pretty good this year. Yeah.
1: this is the team that I was talking about. Oh, really? I, okay. I actually, I actually think Franklin Central of these five is the best on paper, in the sense that Dejean will come back, and she gives a legitimate front runner to yeah. a group that also has some great complementary pieces with Klein Miller, uh, well, the Millers and Pettit. I, you know, you noted six returners under twelve. Um, I just, I think that this is a group that had some struggles. Obviously you mentioned one in particular last year, but I, I think they're ready to come back hungry and over, you know, kind of bounce back a little bit. Right. I mean, this is the group again, with some depth with a legit front runner. I kind of think of these five, my head, maybe not my heart, but my head tells me that this is probably the best of the, of that group on paper right now
0: so you mentioned dejean she was not her usual self in cross-country last year but she ran 5 16 i believe for 1600 meters 512 at the regional qualified for the state meet in the 1600 yeah. she may have run faster at the franklin central meet that's not put up on uh, direct athletics where i'm pulling this off right now Yeah, and then she also ran eleven twenty. So when you say you you really like Franklin Central's chances, you think this has of all these because our we're we're doing six through ten right now. So our our title contenders are going to be one through five, and the podium is one through five. Yeah, but we're saying, of course, these are the five teams we think could win the whole thing, could beat everybody on one day. But that doesn't mean that some of them aren't going to get
1: beat by teams that we don't think could win the whole thing. Sure. And I think Franklin Central is not going to win the whole thing, but I think they could be fifth place, you know, on the, on the right day.
0: So this is interesting because now we're flipped from what we were on the boys one. Franklin yeah. Central is the Brownsburg boys on the girls' side. Yeah. Now, Franklin Central has a little more cross-country tradition. They made the state meet more. But they, they both missed the state meet last year. And I said, I really liked Brownsburg's chances over some of the more established teams that had made it last year recently on the boys side, yeah, because of their track performances. Now you're saying the same thing over schools that we're gonna get to here later that right. are more a little more established and didn't have as good of track seasons,
1: yeah, and I just think that with the combination of a front runner who can return to all state form and six. Under twelve, and a couple of those, you know, girls are are up there toward. I mean, Kylie Klein ran eleven oh three. Savannah Miller ran eleven oh four. Those those are those are very
0: very fast times.
1: Yeah, Dakota Miller eleven thirty. I mean, Caitlin Pettit eleven thirty five. You know, those are that's really really solid. That's really good. Some, um, some people. Follow the boys a little more than they follow the girls, and some people
0: follow the girls a little more than they follow the boys. Can we do a comparison? There is eleven minutes for the girls. Is that nine twenty for the boys for thirty two hundred? Yeah, I would say so. So to have eleven o three and eleven o four, and then another eleven twenty. Yeah. And did we get into the how many under twelve last year?
1: Uh, they had six under twelve last this past spring here. It's a ton. Yeah. Six I mean, turners. Six returners, yeah. Six returners coming back. They're all, but they're all returners, right? I mean, they they didn't have any seniors last year. Right. So I, I just think that this group, again, on on paper, looks to be the most enticing of those five. Um, now there's another team that we'll get to here in a minute that my heart's going to pull for. Sure. Uh, but this is the team that I think uh, is the one to beat of this group.
0: And I think once we get to that team, that's it's an interesting comparison because – one has one which is franklin central has all of the track times all of the spring stuff and the other one has all of the cross country stuff yeah the spring is more recent than the fall so the track stuff is is happened sooner yeah. but the cross country stuff should obviously weigh more in it because it it's the same thing versus being very very similar yeah, I mean they're they're not you know one of the worst arguments ever I heard people say is like well they're two different sports like no they're not basketball and baseball are two different sports right cross country and track when you're talking about distance running they're are the mm-hmm. they're different venues yeah I sat in on a uh, college uh, in home visit today I won't say w- what person it was but he finished second in the state meet last year in uh, cross country and track and was asking the this college coach, well, how does the training differ in track Then this is a, a well-established college coach. that has been a coach
1: for a long time at a major school. And it was like, well, you know, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Interesting. That someone at a high level would recognize that and say that, whereas other people may, uh, may try to claim they're two separate sports. Yeah. I mean, they're, they are,
0: they are different sports. They're in different seasons, but they're, they're very, they're very similar. Lacrosse and swimming, those are different sports. They are. Don't think of lacrosse stick in the pool. It's going to slow you down. Do a backstroke
1: with that lacrosse stick out there.
0: I kind of feel like now like an underrated Franklin Central. But uh, you know what? We're sticking with it because we're recording the podcast. There we go. Okay, number eight, Bloomington South. Bloomington South has an 18.4% chance to make the podium. They have never done so. In the school's history, they have never finished in the top five at the state meet.
1: You know that's incredible to me from a a school that's of that size and with a lot of great uh, talent that they never made the top five. It's not as
0: big as it seems though. It's only like fourteen or fifteen hundred students, I think. Yeah. Uh, they missed this. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Franklin Central. Uh, Bloomington South return seven. Wait, that's not right. Uh, It says return blank of seven. So Bloomington South brings back. From their uh, five seven. of their five of their seven, maybe okay. six from the state meet, five of their seven from the semi-state. Okay, yeah. And then they're going to get at least one freshman that's going to be ready to contribute immediately. That finished very high up from a private school in the Bloomington area, very high up in the small school at the middle school state meet. Lily Myers uh, graduated. Obviously, this athlete is not – this freshman is not going to come in and be at a Lily Myers. It's a pretty high bar. Yeah. Bloomington South is a little bit like Franklin Central. They had five returners under 12 minutes, and they had a lot of good track times, despite the fact that they did, later in the season, concentrate on the 4 by eight, which they very nearly did win at the state meet. Yeah. Now, one of the athletes uh, for Bloomington South, she did not run – in the state meet she was not in there seven she had a good track season so the keen observer would look at this and say she's going to help because i think she ran something like 530 or even under 530 uh macy williams
1: uh um, maybe macy. millie williams yeah uh, Miller, 530 uh 530 on the dot yeah, yeah. uh moving Moving, I uh, don't know, don't know where. Just know that she's not going to Bloomington South. I think it's out of state. Okay, so that cuts into their depth a little bit, but, but I it sounds like they could get another girl back who didn't run postseason cross, yes. but had a track season, and we see this incoming freshman who could make an impact. So one of my notes was I feel like they were missing a number five, but one of those two scenarios, especially an incoming freshman like that. She may be better than five, but that fills that void right there, and that's why we have Bloomington South eighth,
0: based on the athlete that had a good track season. Uh, the one of the Barrett girls, good track season, ran cross country last year, didn't run in the tournament. Williams moving out, and then the freshman coming in that they're getting you know, two, two more kind of bites at the apple essentially that yeah. if 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 they're both good they're probably right on the door of the top five and if they get one or two they're probably better than they project
1: yeah so you know again that this is a group that could I think find themselves fifth I think they're 18.4 percent is low for Bloomington South but that doesn't factor in as you mentioned the track season or an incoming freshman they're probably more in that like 25 to 30 percent range in my mind is that kind of where you're at maybe yeah and that's you know it's like oh what they go from 18 to 25 on your made-up
0: percentages like adding seven percent is not insignificant yeah um the the beretta girl who's going to be kate beretta who's going to be a uh senior i think could help them out and then there was the beretta i assume it's her sister that was the star 400 and 800 meters I have checked and she is not going to run cross country Yeah, she plays soccer maybe yeah can you imagine what sport she's good at if she runs 56 and uh 214 I can guess that's for sure yeah so she's going to play soccer and I I had kind of put that in and someone told me I I checked my bio my Bloomington South capsule or bio with somebody that knows things and uh was told yeah that's that's a no-go
1: Twenty-five yeah. to thirty percent chance of being fit. That feels good. Never made the top five again. That's a surprise, but could very well make it happen this year. But maybe not my favorite of this group. But you never know. This now, this it's next is the twins.
0: Right, right, and and one of the one of the twins struggled a little bit down the stretch in track. And I would say that, uh, whatever it was is, uh, easily, easily fixed. Yeah. And I I think they'll both be solid and I think they'll both finish all the races within a couple tenths of a second from each other. Sure. And it'll be because the, the twin that wasn't running as well, will just run as well as her sister, like usual. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're solid. I think they're very, very good. And I think they were, they were good last year. Uh, now, you know you you lose Lily Myers, that's I think they can compensate for that kind of by committee. Yeah. Uh number seven. Okay. I had this team number 10. And then I started looking through things and I was like, nope. Uh we got we got to put them up there. Fort Wayne Carroll. Carroll has a 30.1% chance to make the state meet. But as you look through the preseason rankings it doesn't include their front runner because she didn't run last year in the fall at all don't know why she didn't run we're just going to assume that she's going to run this fall because she was very good in track yeah. carol last on the podium in 2020 which feels a lot longer ago than it really was what that means is that they didn't finish on the podium in the last two years uh They have their top six back from the state meet. And then we can assume that they're also going to throw Taylor Hanson back in. She ran somewhere along the lines of 11 flat this past track season. Has run cross country in the past. Didn't run last year. Um, Now, Carol, unlike Bloomington South, who had five under 12, five returners, Franklin Central, who had six under 12, Carol had just just two. And that does
1: include Taylor Hanson. It does. Yes. Okay. So that... That makes me a little nervous on the on the depth there, but I throwing Hanson back in so five o two and eleven flat is what she did this past uh, spring, um, and then you know you've got uh, Haley Schiffender, uh, who I'm sure I said that wrong, uh, I think you got had a great fall uh, as well, and uh, maybe not as strong of a track season. Uh, But it kind of goes back to this idea of the value you put on the spring versus the fall. And I think a little bit more, let's compare apples to apples uh, with cross seasons. So let's assume she's back on that same form. That's pretty good out front. I think what starts to worry me, maybe is that uh, four or five uh, and how far back they may be. Uh, Certainly when you're talking about a couple of these other teams in there range uh with better depth again uh franklin central or bloomington south or north central who we'll get to here in a second um i think those teams you know the the depth puts them in my mind ahead of carroll but i i think carroll's got a lot of upside
0: so carroll's middle school well there's two there's carroll middle school and then there's one that's called maple creek which not is Carol, kind of the <laughs> no, it's not it's not carroll east and carroll west uh maple creek was fourth at the big school uh for the junior high state meet now to be fair that doesn't include all of the hamilton county teams because the hamilton so westfield girls ran the carmel middle schools not all the kids ran not enough to score whatever uh same thing with noblesville the noblesville middle schools fourth is pretty good and yeah. obviously to finish fourth, they had to have some girls finish pretty high up, but Carol's going to need to be patient because uh, here were their best runners from Maple Creek at the middle school state meet sixth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, sixth grade. Those were their five scores. Yeah. So they're probably not getting any incoming help except Taylor Hansen. So, 30.1%. This is why I'm pretty high up on Carol. 30.1% does not include her into that in those simulations at all. So you
1: throw somebody else in that's going to have to add a, a minimum like a 10% bump. Yeah. So you're uh, thinking mid 40s, just under 50%, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would think. But then that seems high for the seventh place team, especially if we
0: think that the top five now, our committee of one is very high on one of the teams as a title contender that INCC stats, preseason stuff, at least before the track bumps would be like, would say like, no way. Right. No way. Right. But I'm higher, I'm higher on them than the numbers and that track bump is going to help. We just don't know what that will, what that'll look like. You mentioned too, you know, comparing apples to apples, cross-country success, um, and then trying to project track success forward. I would say track success can help you, but a, a lack of a successful track season or even a, a complete lack of a track season doesn't necessarily hurt you. That if you, if you got a girl coming back that finished in the top 40 last year at the state meet, And then in track, it's like, where was she? These performances aren't very good to be like, well, she was still 40th in the state cross-country. Right. I'm going to project that she'll probably be pretty good. And motivations differ. Training differs. How often are your coaches meeting with you? Typically in the summer, everybody's meeting at some point, but it's to talking to people across the state. The stuff in, you know, January and February is often pretty hit or miss. And then do you even have the capacity to run? the venue, that kind of thing. Whereas in the summer, that's that's not an issue at all, right? Which is kind of why I don't worry as much about a, a, a what we would consider to be subpar track seasons for some of these kids. Fair. Number six. North Central. North Central, 46.3% chance to make the state meet. Now, this is a team that I was talking about. A lot of cross-country success. Not that they didn't have success in track, and we've got a little bit of time because it's only five schools instead of seven, like we did for the boys. Um, North Central has finished on the podium two of the last three years, and the rest of these teams haven't finished in the top five in anywhere between two and and 100 years. Yeah. But North Central only has four returners from the state meet last year and it doesn't worry me as much they obviously concentrated you know because the best times are going to happen for 3200 you pretty much have two options maybe maybe three but in north central's case two two or, to three options for running a fast 3200 the tournament which i'm just it's three meets but i'm lumping it into one the tournament okay. the Carmel showcase yep or depending on your conference, the conference meet. And for North Central, the answer to that is no, because their conference meet is not very competitive in the distance events. Yep. It could be more competitive, but you know, try to people fast to leave. Yeah, they mixed it up. Yeah. Uh North Central has one returner under 12 minutes. Not sure if I said that. Now four returners, and then they had one just outside of their seven who's who's
1: good. Very good. Right. So uh, Chad Wallace has turn this program around from the moment he took over uh and like you said two of the last three years on the podium um they focused heavily on the four by eight this past spring and that led to maybe a couple girls either not running the 32 or just having fewer chances at the 3200 which goes back to the point about um you know opportunities and running fast times and they were unavailable for the Carmel showcase so that was and part if, of it as well.
0: If your only opportunity to run in the 3,200, if you go to North central was a dual meet and North central has no dual meets against Carmel. I yeah. don't know if they have it against Noblesville. No, uh, they may have had one this year and maybe it's in March.
1: Yeah. Two dual meets might as well be. zero. I mean, what? Right. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that could be really strong. Matty Rocchio, a really good uh, front runner, maybe a possible second all stater in little Rokio, right? Elizabeth Rokio. Um, and my sources tell me that they're going to have at least one freshman make an impact coming okay. in. So that sort of fills, fills a hole there. And then we also saw um, some really strong improvement out of, you know, Sammy Tezera as an example, a girl who uh, could, could be their five, but maybe more like a six, seven, um just depending on what the incoming freshman situation is like again I th- one of them will make an impact but it could be more than one yeah kalina matthews ran
0: 520 for 1600 that's a pretty competitive time And yeah. you know, if we're going to do uh, we're going to do boys comparisons which as i'm like doing this on the fly i'm like mm-hmm. maybe on the boys one we should do girls comparisons too 520 is maybe like 430 for the boys yeah and that's that's pretty that's pretty competitive and i think a girl that runs a competitive 1600 is maybe more likely to be good and competitive in cross country than a boy who only has good 1600 times. So I think, I think she'll be solid. Uh, Claire Eikenberry ran in the state meet as a sophomore, didn't run as a junior, but she was in the mix. They just, they had eight really good girls last year. So throw her in plus these two freshmen. Now we've got seven, you know, that gives you uh, a little bit of a, of a, of a margin of error in a, in a sport and at an age that you, you need a margin of error. Cause they're
1: like, you know, the average age is like 15. So. Sure. So this is the team that you feel may have separated from the other five uh, where I was more of a Franklin central. Is that, is that where we're at on this?
0: Yeah. I think, I think maybe I'm more conservative on this that I'm like, we know, I mean, Franklin Central is going to be good, but we know North Central's, their floor is pretty high. Like with the Rokios, with Matthews, then these two girls coming in, their floor is higher than Franklin Central, but maybe Franklin Central has the higher ceiling that, you know, I think North Central could finish fourth or fifth, but maybe Franklin Franklin Central could be like third if they you know if they if they, they hit, hit on that. on all of this yeah um but there's we've got a long enough we've got a long, a big enough sample size from North Central to know that they're going to be good and it's like oh well it's only been three years well three years is close to an eternity in high school because kids are only in high school for four years right. so it's like oh well. You know, it's only three years, dude. That's all, Maddie Rocchio is going into her senior year, and this is all that she knows. Right? Yeah. Three yeah, years is... is the turning point, and and the the year that North Central wasn't on the podium, they were still one of the ten best teams at at minimum, and yeah. maybe one of the six or seven best teams. And it was just the log jam year, and they finished on the other side of
1: that. That I say that's that meaningful. That is... That's a turning point in their in the team culture. Yeah. That that year they were what maybe ten points out. Like I, I know they're yeah. Their I don't know off the top of my head, but was, it was was, it down was ridiculously close. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't far off from, you know, like you said, it was it, it the log jam is the best way to put it because they were so close, but their uh, overall finish team wise was like nine or ten, but they were, you know, certainly it, better. And
0: it's it's nine or ten. It's not a hundred to a hundred and ten. It's like. 235 to 245 and those scores coming in in the 80s and the 90s and the hundreds are it's just so jam packed in there that it's it's such a minuscule difference yeah when you're when you're that close right i like i like north central's chances but i you know obviously you can see i i like them six best out of all of these teams um but I, I think, yeah, I think I think any of these teams could be on the podium. To me, it seems like I think the first tier are the top five. Okay, maybe we see All one five name. on the same tier. I think so. Okay. Now the, the little bit of a difference. I mean, I think the number one team is, is certainly the number one team, but I, someone had put on, on the site, what was right now, not a long time ago, by the time this gets published, uh, unless you're listening to on the Patreon getting early access, patreoncom slash Indiana runner um, was like, Oh yeah, they, they had something about the boys. Oh, the boys, who's the number one team of the boys. It's, it's the girl's side. It's a runaway. There's no, there's no reason to even talk about it. I certainly think the, the number one team is the number one team, but I don't think it's that big of a runaway. And do you want to, do you know what we really think about it? Well, then stay tuned because we'll, we're going to release, oh, yeah. you know, in another, another few days or another week, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, anything else on these? These are, these are five, these are five good teams. It Do you have anything else? i got one more thing.
1: Um. Yeah. So if I were to go through and, and re-rank these teams, like I'm not the right. committee of one, but if I were my own committee of one of these five, I would put Franklin Central one, North Central one, one being six, one being six. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's go. Let's go with that. So Franklin Central six, North Central seven. Would you, would you put Franklin Central six or would you maybe put them like fourth or fifth? Well, I would probably put them like fifth, but I, but okay. we're operate under these right. five again. Um, so uh, Franklin Central 6, North Central 7, and then I would probably put uh, Bloomington South 8, Zionsville 9, and Carroll 10. You're too low on Carroll. Maybe, but I i mean, this is just they got – somebody's got to be 10th among this group. No, I understand. You're too low on Carroll, though.
0: Zionsville is clear – to me, Zionsville is
1: clear over the 10th out of this, based on so what doing, we know well, now. I mean, I, you wouldn't. You've what I done. would do is I would put... What well, do we did them, order you them. Put them? Yeah, yeah. but uh, okay. This is fair.
0: Um, we didn't get to every... We, we got more into these than we did on the boys' side just because there's two fewer teams. Um, we, we will tie up loose ends on our Patreon and you can become a Patreon subscriber. As of now, as of recording, we have 35 of them and you too could be one just like Jeff Hines. I heard my man Jeff Hines likes Dumb and Dumber. So...
1: He likes Dumb and Dumber.
0: He likes likes Indiana Runner. Um, Go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Indiana Runner. $5 a month gets you uh, exclusive access to our secondary podcast, Patreon only, and it gets you early access. As soon as we record these, we put them up. Of course, if you're listening to this and this has convinced you to do it, it'll uh, give you early access to some of the stuff that hasn't come out yet. Um, which is very good for preseason when we're trying to stretch these out more. So there's also an app. The app is really good. Do you use the app yet? Yeah?
1: I've not used the app. No, I use the desktop. You good. just use the
0: desktop. So on the app, I mean, it's just like using Apple or Spotify. You can play your podcast, pause it, click out of the app, come back. It's at the spot where where you wanted to. So awesome. uh, really good and add free,
1: ad free content. Fantastic.
0: All right. Well, I will see you on the uh, Patreon exclusive podcast.
1: Looking forward to it. Looking forward to
0: the season. All right, here we go.